This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. Hello, welcome in their AirBuds podcast. You, you bitch-ass niggas. Uh, my, my name is Jamel. I'm Peter. I am Mike. Happy basketball, guys. Happy basketball, my dudes. What I feel like we've fallen... I feel like we fall into this pattern where, like, I go last to introduce myself, so then it's on me to say happy basketball. But I feel bad because that's like 100% Peter's coin. It's Peter's thing. It's the thing yeah. that whoa. Peter brought to whoa, the whoa, table whoa. was the catchphrases. It's for it's for everyone. Basketball, happy basketball, is for everyone, especially the two people I've been saying it to the longest. <laughs> I think we're really burying the lead, even though this is an audio medium. Michael, it looks like you've got a Peloton in the background. What? Wait, where'd the Mario Kart machine go? <laughs> it's well, that, that's behind my head now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, we, uh, uh the fiance and I realized, uh, we're not going to be going to uh, a gym ever again anytime in the near future. Um, so, uh, we decided to just invest all that money we would have spent over the next two or three years in gym memberships in a Peloton. And you know, as someone who hates working out, it's fucking awesome. It's it the is, best. It's just some shit that you can knock out. It's like you can get it out of the way really quickly. You don't have to go to a gym. Uh, the only annoying thing is that we had to rearrange our whole fucking house to fit it in. So uh, you guys got it all wrong. The best way to work out is to run from a weird person on the bus. <laughs> there's extra Sorry. calories you burn with there's fear. A, there's a business idea. All right. <laughs> What Look, is the Peloton okay. version of running from someone on a bus? We have we have uh, just artisanal freaks that that we <laughs> that we that we uh, hire to chase you around. We your curate these freaks. Yeah, we have just full on. Look, our Patreon subscribers are primed for this. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you want to talk about a new gig economy? This yeah. is it, baby. Yeah, hire a freak. Hire a freak um, and make them chase you through the neighborhood. Spit on, almost spit on someone, then try to run after them for two kilometers. That's yeah. and that's and we'll pay you what 
$22 an hour. And there's an option. There should be an option in the app that we're creating for, for, uh, freaker, freaker size. Is that a good app name? It's the best one I got right now. Freaker size. Uh, you can be the instigator or they can be the instigator. You toggle switch. It's like, do you want to start the fight and run? Or do you want to just be chased out of nowhere? Freakaton, like a Peloton, like a Freakaton. Freakaton's good. Yeah. Maybe. And also you get to like, kind of choose the inciting incident. Like if it's like political, random sports affiliated, Mm -hmm familial yeah like it's not like you just start off by being like that's the last time i take this from you cousin jeff and then you just like start off the start the running then you throw acid in jeff's face and run (laughs) yeah well uh we just created a million dollar business speaking of business let's get some out of the way guys if you go to apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review and write something we will read whatever it is you write in that little box uh just like these reviews right here uh once again guys if your headline is really long it gets cut off in the apple podcast apps both on the desktop and in the phone version so i can't read long headlines but you know hit us up airbudspodcast at gmail.com let us know what this whole headline said because i am intrigued uh pessimism of the intellect optimism dot 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 i don't know what the rest of the headline says that Uh, means they ate mushrooms if you're a real baller (laughs) though that you would actually just do the ellipses as your title and then really fuck with us that way. Like maybe that's the whole title. That might be what, I mean, they might be fucking with us. Uh, This is five stars from Antonio Graham ski. Who's the most likely to have snuck a sheet of LSD into the bubble. Robin Lopez, Norville Pell, Mike D'Antoni, please discuss guys. Uh, Who do you, who do you think would she could sneak a sheet of acid in there? Dion waiters on accident. Yeah. He didn't I, plan to. It was just in his old jacket that he I bought. also think like acid was woven into Patrick Be- Beverly's getup from last night against the Blazers. Like he someone had a nice just, little wavy. Yeah, I think I don't think he even knew. Maybe just a guy who designed it or a woman who designed it just kind of wove in a little bit of LSD to that vibe because it was very acidy. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Boban Marjanovic. Hell yeah. Uh, Here's why. Number one, hilarious to see a literal giant on drugs. That'd be great. For sure. Number two, he is like by far around the league considered like the nice, nicest, best guy. Like, and that's a guy that is constantly on acid or Molly or something. Right. Does acid like affect you from like how big you are? Like Zadrunas Zolgowskis, when he got his DUI back in the day in Cleveland, like had to have 24 beers to get drunk and then dry. Like, but that's like, you know, 24 beers for him is like five beers for anyone else. Does acid affect you in that same way? Like, you I'm need to say more, no. Like, does Boban need like a sheet, like a full like baking sheet of acid? If you like, if you have to eat a stamp sized thing of acid to get to roll, like then he has to like do like a, like a UPS shipping label size. Yeah. yeah. It's like a stamps.com a label. It's like a cupcake wrapper. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we got either Dion or uh, Boban, or I do think the L- the Lopez brothers are a good uh, a good option. Uh, Antonio Gramsci, I think they really are into Disney, and it's probably because they're taking acid and going on Mr. Toad's Wild Adventure or whatever. And it's definitely Robin over Brooke because Robin doesn't have as much to worry about. I feel responsibility. Like. Yeah, yeah, less responsibility means more acid for sure. Right. That's true. Do you think Robin is Brooke's weed guy? <laughs> Like Robin is holding the drugs for his twin brother. Yeah, weed and guns. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I would like to one... see a shot by shot remake of American Pickle, which I watched this weekend, just featuring the Lopez brothers. That would be fun. God, we got to get the round ball rock guys on that immediately. We'll talk. Um, another one more review. Uh, preemptive Suns bandwagon, five star P fried two, two, six Phoenix native here, accepting all bandwagon fans. Now, please grab your Devin Booker jersey on your way in. I mean, okay, we'll get into it later. Sure. But yeah, sure. I'm down. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, uh, we're this is actually a topic we're going to talk about. So, you know, uh, you'll hear it. But uh, yeah, shout out uh, Young Nut, another Phoenix native uh, who has who's got a Devin Booker jersey. Um, just can you send us your jersey so we can all share it? Young Nut. Thank you. That's great. I realized, too, if you just like listen to this podcast and want us to talk about something, just leave a five star review and we will make it a topic. That's really what this is. Yeah. Boom. Uh, uh, we're not. We don't. Right. We don't produce this. <laughs> you could produce it by leaving a five star review. Seriously, the next person to leave a review with a topic that we talk about for more than forty five seconds is getting associate producer credit on the podcast going forward. Oh yeah, and we can list that on uh, podcast IMDb. Yeah. I also <laughs> wanted to be known that I have owned a Phoenix Suns hoodie for an entire calendar year. I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, you have been low key pulling that thing out a decent amount. It's my best hoodie. It's so hard. And it's the it's the gay sons logo. It was when they had the gay uh owner or was he a GM? Who was their guy in the front office? It was like one of the first like openly gay front office guys. I don't remember him, but he needs to have yeah, his story dude. told. Blue wire, hit us yeah. up. Um <laughs> guys uh some more business let's get this out of the way uh we've got a dope t-shirt you probably heard us talk about it by now you might have seen us retweeting people wearing it onto our twitter account go to big cartel dot i'm sorry airbudspod.bigcartel.com to check it no, out no 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 airbuds.bigcartel or as i've been saying just go to airbudspod.com mike don't confuse everyone. No, well, here's the thing. You say go to airbudspod.com. It's another like three clicks from there to get to the shirt. I'm trying to make Oh my god. People it's but one if you click. want you know it, people hate clicks. Click. You know people hate clicks. People don't like clicks. I know people don't like clicks. Yeah. But do they they also don't like words. That's true. Anyways, the shirt is dope. There are good words on it. Uh and uh it's a bubble themed uh NBA National Championships AAU style shirt. We were on the So a- on the shirt like two two months ago or a month ago, we said I like the addition. We said that the bubble is the most dangerous place on earth. In hindsight, not at all. Do we need to have a follow-up shirt? Something along the lines of make America, the NBA bubble, because there are like basically the NBA bubble and New Zealand are the two safest places to be right now. When they, when we figure out who's the champion, when we make the champion edition, we will amend our take on the bubble. I do want to say the bubble's not over yet. Uh, we still have yet to welcome the families in, um, which is coming. So we'll see. Kids carry a lot of disease. Kids carry a lot of disease, and like your idiot brother carries a lot of disease. You know? Oh yeah, who's who's bringing their stupid cousin yeah. into the bubble? So we'll see. That's probably why the Lakers didn't sign Nick Young. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the t-shirts are tight. Uh, they're they're pretty affordable. A portion of it is going to go to the LA Food Bang. Not the LA Food Bank, but Peter has said the LA Food Bang. Um, bang, bang, bang. try to help feed some kids and start a new website. That'll, that'll be cool. Um, 
And then, guys, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod for $5. You can support the buds. You get bonus episodes. You get video content. Jamel's dropping DJ sets. Uh, there is a Slack channel that is – the chat is incredible. It's so much fun to have a place to go every day to, like, I think talk basketball. Slack is probably the safest space you could uh, – it's worth it. A $5 membership to the Slack is, like, alone, I think people get a lot out of it. And everything else is just an added bonus. Yeah. What mix should I do next? Just give me a vibe, Benner. Um, let's do like a Prince Paul mega mix. I've been listening to a uh, friend of the podcast, I Open knew. Mike Eagles yes. podcast with Prince Paul lately. And I've just been getting back into Prince Paul, De La Soul, Grave Diggers, all the stuff he's been doing. I knew you was going to say some backpack shit. That's why I went to you. <laughs> That's why I went to you instead of Peter. Thank you. Hey, I've been listening to that uh, um, Amine album that just came out. Oh, yeah. Amine. Which is really good. Amine. Yeah. Amine, sorry. Uh, shout out friend of uh, friend Listen, of the podcast, that... Jack Knight, who's all over that record. All in it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, what, what? Oh, yeah. Jack. I've is... seen him plug it. I didn't know he was on that bitch. Jack has like seven like... skits in it. <laughs> it's okay. like basically him talking around a bunch of music. He's co-hosting oh the record, basically. He's got. He's in his Chris Rock bag. Remember when Chris Rock was on three different CDs? Yep. Uh, Very nice. I love that for Jack so much. Um, Crazy. I mean, he's he's built for a rap interlude. Yeah, absolutely. Talks about Kobe in one in one skit. Yeah, that one's wild. That one was actually there pretty touching. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, let's get into the NBA talk now. Business out of the way. Now it's party up front, right? Whew. Party in the mid. We're doing. We're going reverse mullet now. Um, Guys, Draymond Green, it was announced uh, this morning. It's been fined $50,000 for tampering after saying that Devin Booker needs to get out of Phoenix if he's ever going to win live on the NBA on TNT. Should have fined him triple. Do you think this fine is more about him recruiting or more about him just slandering like one thirtieth of the NBA's ownership? Like, Like, all that's true. Like, you can't fucking say that. Even if you're not even recruiting, like especially when they're six and zero in the bubble and took themselves from twelfth in the West to probably the play-in game, which just makes me also think, frankly, like Draymond continues not to be very. Like, he might be entertaining on TNT, but I don't really find his analysis ever interesting. Well, I mean, he was accurate. I felt like he said some accurate things about uh, your boy Mike. Um, he had some Embiid thoughts that yeah should he have also been fine for that for saying that Embiid is really good i mean yeah i mean i guess it 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 depends right so robert sarver uh owner of the phoenix Suns, we know is a dumb fucking shitty bitch right uh i guarantee this fine comes from him complaining directly to adam silver right sure um uh and he's no, he's yeah. definitely following sideline sources, probably, as we all are. <laughs> I love Jamel's obsession with uh, sideline sources on Instagram. We'll get into it's that. It's the best thing that ever They're happened. They're going to come up later. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, obviously, like, Charles Barkley can say that shit all he wants. But when Draymond Green, an active player, says it, it becomes tampering. Uh, does Shaq, if Shaq criticizes the team, he's part owner of the Kings. Does that count as tampering? Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's still in there. How much of the Kings does he own? Does he own more of uh, the general car insurance or the Sacramento Kings? 
Well, all of his shakaroni pizza money is what's going to. You mean Shaka John's? Yeah. 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 Guys, I do think, uh, and maybe we can tease this for a Patreon episode coming up later this week. How do you feel about this idea? We all order a shakaroni pizza and review it. Sure. I'm in. All right. Yeah. I, I'm going on vacation at the end of this week, by the way. Where are you going? But so you got to get one before you go. I'm going to Idlewild for four oh, days. Right. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, Cabin I thought you were woods. just gonna watch the. I thought you was just gonna watch that movie. Yeah, he's just gonna watch Outcast. the Outcast Idlewild movie for four days straight and uh, see what he can learn. Going to Idlewild, have an Idlewild on repeat, playing the soundtrack at the same time. The Mighty L, pretty good song. That is the only good song. I have never been more disappointed <laughs> in a movie. I was so excited when like because it's an HBO like made for HBO movie, right? And like I got so pumped when I like read about that in like Entertainment Weekly in like 2006, and I was like, "Yes, Outcast movie down, love it." And then when I finally watched it, I was like, "This is unwatchable garbage." It's so. I mean, I think it was it was a it was in Magic Johnson theaters. If you lived anywhere near the hood, <laughs> you could see it in a theater. There is a, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty tough timeline for Andre 3000 theatrical experiences like what is what is the go-to andre 3000 acting experience and also just movie overall that you're like this stands up i don't like rappers in anything dystopian so what's the dystopian thing he was in well i thought it was isn't it like a weird it's like the past but they're like listening to current hip-hop and like the voice is like lil penny in his head or something. I don't, Am I forgetting Idlewild entirely? I think Idlewild, yes, the music is like very much like uh it's set in like the 30s. I think it's like basically the black cat skills. It's like a resort or whatever for like where like people go to like listen to jazz music, but it's like very hip hop tinged jazz. I don't recall the plot entirely, but maybe it's dystopian. I don't know. I don't know. Um anyway, hold for me up. the top I I just got to say is like I feel like it's four brothers and then everything else for Andre 3000. No. Oh yeah. You, no, four brothers is great. Semi pro. He's very good in semi pro. I mean, semi pro is such a bummer though. I know, but I mean, we're talking about performances. He's True. All right. You're right. So, I would say best movie is Four Brothers and then I got the poster. The poster is still up in my uh basement. Is that that's Tyrese Andre 3000, Mark Wahlberg, and who else? Marky Mark, a random fourth white guy who was never to be seen again. No, he was the random fourth white guy was in that uh, Triple Frontier movie. He holds a gun in a lot of movies. Okay. He's a gun guy? He's a gun guy. On, on a side note, I don't know if this is true, and I can't prove it, but I watched Eddie again the other day, and I'm pretty sure one of the starters, the only actor on the Knicks who isn't a real basketball player, I'm pretty sure that dude does porno now. I That's all. I'm, I'm going to leave it there. He looks exactly like a dude I have seen in several pornographic films. I don't want to get into detail because then it reveals a lot about my searches. But yes. Well, let's just talk about your searches. Yeah. Now let's talk about Draymond some more. Here's my problem. Garrett Hedlund, by the way, is the name of the, act, the fourth brother. I looked it Thank up. You. He's actually a really okay. good actor, but I don't remember him at all in that movie. But go on. He gets shot. And if you haven't seen Four Brothers, fuck you. Uh, I don't care if I spoiled it. You should watch it anyway. Uh, yeah. My thing with Draymond is you play for the Warriors, though. I think the Warriors won't be happy until every until they convince every starting guard in the league to take a pay cut and look like an idiot. I think that's what they want, and I fucking hate it. 
Speaking of making people look like idiots, shout out to Devin Booker, who uh, joined the not-that-exclusive club of people who have hit game winners over Paul George. I mean, come on, dude. Everybody got a bucket off Paul, man. Everybody. Yeah, Jamel, you had an interesting take on it, uh, I think, on Twitter. Oh, what about the... uh... Joe Ingles? Oh, I mean, Joe Ingles. Look, that was the moment I decided Paul George was not an elite defender. When Joe Ingles is frying you and strapping you up, he had his ass both ways and talking shit to him. And yes, it's because Joe Ingles is white. And you can't say I'm racist. Bless you. Thank you. You can't be racist against white people. Exactly. And I yeah. when I give Joe Ingles extra credit because he's Australian, which isn't exactly white. It's definitely white with an edge. Can I say, though, you probably... <laughs> I mean, maybe racist is the wrong term, but we all should be racist towards white people. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's true. We should all be leery of them, at least. Of yeah. Us. yeah. Deeply concerned. Oh, I'm Dennis Leary on y'all niggas for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for a man who has made the all-defensive team four times in his career, I'm telling uh, you, man. He, he gets fucking like buckets on him all the time. But I will say, you know what? I kind of found myself pro clippers after all of this madness this weekend well that that ties into obviously where we're going to be going at some point in this podcast i feel like i'm with dame and we could talk about you know setting the the scene here but like what has paul george done to feel like he should be confident talking mad shit to anybody like all he does is lose and then move to the next town like a fucking yeah. snake oil and when he, uh, yeah all he does he wins 48 games wherever he goes they have a disappointing run in the playoffs and he is out of town again and again yeah so let's let's set the scene as peter said uh if you're not aware uh the blazers are playing the clippers this weekend uh i think it was the score is 119 117 or was it 118 117 yeah it was it's a one point game uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, I think there's there was less than ten seconds left, oh, right? Well, give it. Let me give you a little more sauce. It started in the first half. Oh, right. Dame, you know, Dame goes Dame time. You know, from distance, and I guess Pat Beverly is chirping off camera. You can see Dame pointing at him and say, "I want you out here," which was Dame's first mistake. This is why Patrick Beverly is an elite defender. Continue, Michael. Well, yeah, Patrick Beverly was on the sidelines in street clothes, was not playing, um, but, you know, talking shit nonetheless. Uh, game came down to the wire, 118-117. Damian Lillard, with less than 10 seconds left, I think, uh, goes to the foul line. Uh, the chance to go ahead, misses both free throws, 118-117. The Clippers end up winning, I think, like 120-117 to 117 or something. Uh, and then after Dame misses both free throws, uh, over on the sideline, uh pat beverly and paul george are talking shit paul george also has been benched at this point um and they are talking shit they're doing the game the dick the dame time uh, pointing at the watch thing they're uh you know just talking shit to dame after the game damien lillard is asked about it and he essentially says uh you know, I, I take it as a sign of respect i've sent both of them home in the playoffs so like they're obviously very hurt uh, and felt the need to act like that. So I, I feel like they, you know, they respect me. But you know what? You only say that if you hurt too. 
Yeah, sure. You only say yeah. that if you're hurt too. The That's only true. thing that was missing for me is like, yeah, man, you missed both of those. And it was because Patrick Beverly was acting like Marlon Wayans in Above the Rim, just clowning you. And it worked. Elite defensive play. Yeah, Patrick but you Beverly. still, even if he's hurt, he still gets to say it and it's true. Like, I, I'm still like we're still waiting for Paul George to show any semblance of ability to rise to any mo- any moment at all. So the fact that like, yeah, I just, uh, just a total he, there was that one moment um, in that Gatorade commercial. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a commercial, <laughs> right? In the Gatorade commercial, where man, I wonder how many times they had to wait for him to make that shot. Just but the idea <laughs> of it being clutch. It's like all right, take twenty three. Paul George does something clutch. Uh, roll it. And it was, I mean, man, these, for a guy whose whole brand is being the most clutch guy to have that happen is rough. And, but I, you know, a a, a demerit for Paul George and them again, because if the Blazers lose, it's going to be to the Lakers or in the play in or something, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not even going to see them again. So yeah. that's a little that's a little soggy too. I'm not gonna act like it's not, but there's just something funny about making fun of somebody you have no business making fun of, and it works. Like but, that yeah. is just that's pure comedy. Okay, but the Blazers were hurt all fucking year, and the Blazers have been playing way better than the Clippers have, even if the Clippers don't give a shit about what's happening right now. So to me, it's just like I. All right, like piss off Dame at your own peril, man. And also, like, the Clippers are rolling right now, but like, I mean, there's no risk. They don't have, they won't see him unless it's the West Finals. That's why you do it, Patrick Beverly, elite defender. He made him miss two free throws. He wasn't even fucking dressed out for the game. I would say, I'm kind of more on the Russell Westbrook end of the spectrum when it comes to uh, Pat Beverly's defensive. Prowess. I think he's not a great defender. I think he just gets away with a lot of fouls. He's literally just an asshole. He plays. He's an yeah. asshole. That's he it. De- he plays defense like the Seattle Seahawks play defense in their secondary. Which, for context, Michael is like they like the idea is, and you know this is similar to what the Cavs did against the Warriors in the finals. Like you can't call everything. Like if you just know, like the like the Seahawks just committed pass interference on every single play all the time because the refs just can't call pass interference on every single play. And that is very much kind of more his vibe, I would say, much less than like actually bringing something to the table. Yeah. I I mean, I think Dennis Rodman proved being a dickhead is a skill. Patrick Beverly averages uh, for his career 3.1 personal fouls a game. I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's pretty high, right? Yeah, sure. Sounds high. Um, well, let's keep going with the rivalry that's built building here between uh, Damian Lillard, Paul George, and Patrick Beverly. Uh, later, Bleacher Report posted a graphic uh, quoting Damian after the game where he said, I sent Patrick Beverly home before. Paul George just got sent home by me last year in the playoffs. Uh, Paul George went into the comment section and said, and you're getting sent, sent home this year. Respect. And it's like, you know, with emojis. clearly, Right. Rocking. But not by you, Paul, because as we yeah. like, that's, that's to me, it's like, come on. Why aren't you, yeah. 
you, now you're it's riding other like, people having to do your work because there's nothing that you've ever done in your past to at least when dames like i sent you home you know he's salty but he can back it up and right then pat bev uh commented cancun on three with a bunch of laughing emojis which you know it's that's not that funny uh but then damien lillard responded to paul george in the comment section saying keep switching teams running from the grind you boys is chumps and he deleted that later but he and knew that's... people were going to screen grab it yeah i that is like listen dame getting ahead of himself dame getting emotional dame saying something he shouldn't like that's that's how you know it's the truth i love that love that also you know what else is like a, a sting on paul george's record too um victor oladipo Remember, he was traded for Victor Oladipo, and everyone thought it was the worst trade ever, and then the Pacers had been better without him? Yeah, yeah. man. I uh, I hate sports. I love, <laughs> I love Dame's sister. Dame's sister is the real winner in all of this. Oh, yeah. Talk us through this. Because, okay. Yeah. So after once, once Paul George sends his Instagram comment, Damian Lillard's sister, who is notoriously uh, 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 candid with her takes. A rabble rouser, if you will. Yeah, she just went. She was just in the parking lot of like a, a gold's gym. I don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> but she was just like, you know what? I'm going on all your pictures, Paul George, and I'm talking big shit because fuck you. You don't got no room to talk. You wiped a stripper, got her pregnant. You're stupid. I was like, oh, my God. And then Paul George's baby moms called her a cow. Yeah. That was wild. That was a little much, yeah. Yes. Although, I mean, the whole the whole back and forth was a little much. Because, um, you know, a, yeah. look, Paul George has a weird relational history. I'll just say that. It doesn't take much Googling to find a lot of uh, weird dirt on him. Um, but, like, the least of his faults is, like, you know, marrying a stripper which they're not even married yet um yeah i don't know the whole thing is is michael jackson eating popcorn that gif it got personal and it was fantastic yeah it got personal at the worst time god damn it why are the lakers the one seed i mean we deserve this this is what we need i thought it was blazers lakers turns out it was the wrong la we really deserve like a four seed play it tournament for the eighth seed is what we deserve like yeah it's unfortunate but i don't really, want the kings to be involved well the so, kings aren't going to be involved this is where i mean we're recording this an hour before tip off of the blazers against mikey 76ers which i'm going to go ahead and just assume here it's going to be a w for the blazers i don't know man the the sans ben simmons sixers scare me yeah, did they scare you in the first why half, because uh, they the just they get sh- because they no matter who they're playing their shooting is automatically better yeah exactly <laughs> exactly well there you go i mean i don't know i just think that uh it's it would be brutal if this was the game that knocked the blazers out of the plane but i don't think that's possible now there's only two games left right they have I mean, they're well. No, the Suns are still like in it right now, too. Like, yeah, Suns are still in it. Um, I the first half of the Sixers Magic game on Friday uh, infuriated me, um, because Embiid just 
looked like he didn't give a shit. Um, and you know, that's when Draymond came out with his kind of a candid critique uh, about how Joel Embiid should not be shooting jump shots because he's bailing out his defender, which is very true. Um, I mean, that's how I always felt when I watched him. Yeah. Uh, especially when you have Ben Simmons out, the, you know, the big like knock on them together is that like they clog the paint and take each other's spots and whatever. Now, now you got a wide open paint, like fucking get in there, Joel. We need you. Anyways, I'm saying this because I'm like, start cork Moss. I can 100% see the Sixers just blowing it against the Blazers, even though the Sixers are a more talented, better team. Technically, I think, I think Dame is motivated and Joel Embiid is not. And Nurk, Joel versus Nurk is must-see TV. Why couple does your team of, have to be motivated? Why, why is motivation such a big thing around your team? Like, they're playing basketball. Because Beverly they, and Dame don't need fucking motivation. Like, everyone we just talked about, like, is ready to fight each other through, like, like wives and sisters' Instagram comments. They care so much. They're motivated. Like, I think... Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons in their own way have both been kind of treated as these like saviors who get whatever they want. Um, Joel Embiid is like, kind of like, he is the process. Ben Simmons is like, he's walked through his basketball career being like, I don't have to try until it's time for me to to learn how to shoot when I play basketball. (laughs) Yeah. And I think there's just like a weird, there must be some kind of weird culture that like enables that. I have no idea. I mean, I'm just speculating um, or, you know, sometimes people just like they need to find motivation. Michael Jordan needed to invent like rivalries with like caddies in order to win certain games or what they what they say, Peter, what Michael Richards say, Peter, sometimes sometimes they just want to see the world bird. Give me that. Give me that Michael Richards impression. You mean Michael Caine? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot oh, give you a Michael Richards impression <laughs> on this podcast. I will. I will be kicked off of the podcast. <laughs> All right. My bad. My fault. But yeah, my Michael Caine impression. Stop die, people just take the world out of back. Yeah. Sound like fucking what was die. it Thomas and Philip? That guys people just a world bank. Tim Michael Tim did Cain. not just drop a clip from the Dark Knight in there. That was actually Peter Stop Moses. Airbuds on Peter Moses. <laughs> Virtuoso of sound. that. <laughs> he so was sorry. a Carnegie Carnegie Mellon, folks. Carnegie That's Mellon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, gonna take another quick second to tell you about DealDash.com. Have you ever heard of it? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect at prices you'd never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars here's how it works it's like an auction but every item starts at zero and only goes up one cent every time you bid the kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds that means every time you bid everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours if you go ahead and buy now dealdash.com is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of their other discounts go to dealdash.com and use the promo code buds b-u-d-s or dealdash.fm backslash buds that's d-e-a-l-d-a-s-h dot f-m backslash buds back to the show Um, 
Yeah. So I think I'm excited uh, to see how this rivalry carries over to the next season. Because you, you guys are exactly right. We're not going to probably see another game between the Clippers and the Blazers. But we theoretically get to see four games of it next season. Yeah. Next season? Is next se- is America even going to exist, bro? No. No, no but the we NBA gotta- will. <laughs> the NBA will exist, but we will be bought by China by then. And the as NBA, we should be. Where does the NBA relocate to? Is it just China immediately? Is it Canada? Yes. Is it like... Honestly, um, NBA, it- NBA just buys Florida and then we kick all the freaks out. Do Our we get to- freaks that we're not employing. The other <laughs> Do we get yeah. to go with them? I mean, yeah. If I, I mean, if we get to go to the NBA, let's like lobby for like uh, let's let's go to Denmark. Let's go to Copenhagen. You love Denmark. You fucking love you love Denmark. you yeah. love you want to put mayonnaise on your French fries so goddamn bad, <laughs> guys. You guys would love Denmark. I'm not just saying it. I know you're right. I yeah. I got a couple kroners at the crib. Uh, hey, Benner, how many games are left for everybody? That's just something I need to know in general. Well. If you give me one second, I can give you an estimate. I think it's probably about three on average. Uh, a lot of teams have three. The Wizards have two. Uh, man, yeah. Poor Wizards. Um, Portland Laker- and Memphis have two left. And the Phoenix Lakers has- and Jazz both have two left. But then everyone else has three, right? Phoenix oh. has three left. San Antonio has two left. Um, New Orleans the- has two left. The Basically, Blazers everyone has two, two except for the Suns. Okay. Ooh, it's God. And then the Suns have an extra game left. Are they going to go eight and no? I mean, why not? They're five and oh right now. God, I can't believe I wasn't fucking with them on some bets. I mean, before DeAndre Ayton uh was suspended for twenty five games for peeing too much, like they looked really good. It's true. And then the whole thing fell apart because they couldn't. And then when he came back, he hurt his ankle. So their whole regular season was fucked up. And then when he ever he came back, Rubio was out. And then they lose Oubre. But they're back. But they're back. And Devin Booker should never play for the Warriors. Don't do it, bro. I would rather. I don't think that's going to happen. I would rather never make the playoffs than play for the Warriors and have to back up fucking. There's a better chance. Thompson. There's a better chance that Draymond Green is on the Suns next year than Devin Booker is on the fucking Warriors. I think Draymond Green is beating up Warriors front office. I think he has smacked Bob Arum in the face and then the man of him. He should have been gone. He should have been gone when he tried to kick Steven Adams dick off. <laughs> yeah, why not? Cost him a chip. Then <laughs> Then they bring in a unguardable player and Draymond decides to call this dude a bitch at halftime and make him cry and leave. Yeah, I'm not really sure what value he's been bringing to the Warriors. I'm trying to tell you, man, how much is good passing worth? Also, like, he's very good. Or is it just who you're passing it to? He's very good. He's good. He's good. But he's not. Let's, it ain't. I want to ask he, right now: Is he a Hall of Fame player? No. I mean, look, one more ring, sure. They might go in as a team. All I'm saying is, he worth. Yeah, is he worth getting leave? No. No, not under any circumstances. You're right. I would rather have Kevin Durant on my team than Draymond Green. I don't give a fuck how many rebounds you got. Shut, Shut up. up. 
<laughs> I would take I would take Draymond Green. I would take Kevin Durant ten years from now over Draymond Green. Well, that's you know, uh, you're now you're just doing comedy. Yeah, it's that's weird. Forty two year old Kevin Durant with like what does he have? An ACL? Or was Achilles. it an Achilles? It was Achilles, yeah. Achilles. He's got Achilles. Give it to me, bro. Um, I'm not playing around. Speaking I'm of not injuries, playing guys. Around. Diana Trossi. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we had a scare, guys. She uh she left up. the game yesterday. Looked like she hurt her leg or something. Um turned out to be her back. They did an MRI. Guys, it's negative. When when did when did uh when did WAP come out? I think WAP came out on Friday. Okay, never mind. I was just gonna suggest maybe the release of WAP did something, did something to Diana Taurasi's spine. Because it, it might seems have. like everybody in the country lost a damn mind. It was like it was like pussy came out. It was like the first, like the debut of Pussy was this weekend. <laughs> yeah, maybe it maybe it she was lying on her back watching the video and uh and just like her spinal fluid just kind of you yeah, know, started drained gushing. out the wrong way, yeah. Started gushing and fixing the the, the injury. Yeah. That spinal <laughs> gushy. She had a wet ass spine, yeah. But the Phoenix Mercury, yeah. Uh, thank God they still they still have uh, Diana Trossi. She is, you know, she's the Lady Mamba. She's the female Kobe. It would have would have sucked to see her go out like this in the the in the, the the wobble. Especially at this moment when it seemed like Phoenix just got their shit together. Because in the early preseason, a lot of ESPN analysts were like, "I'm fucking with the Mercury." Brittany Griner's about to get MVP. Just you wait. And then they came out and went 0-3. But then, you know, they got their shit together. They, they beat the fuck out of New York and caught a couple more dubs. And then this happened. You're like, damn, I thought they had just figured it out. Mm-hmm. We don't know much about when she might be back yet, but we just know that it. Uh, the, the only news I saw today is that it came back negative. And there's also, like, com- competing reports of it's, like, her hip or her back. She's also really old. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Like, even like, there's no such thing as a good MRI or, or a, like, all all MRIs on your back are a negative thing. Sometimes I just get one just to see what's what's cracking back there. Yeah, you just love those MRI machines. Yeah, I get whenever I get a COVID test, I also t- tell them toss an MRI <laughs> on the top. And the radiation is having its effects. I feel like Jamel, every time I see you, you're like twelve percent like larger and more muscular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my hair is growing out. Cray. I got the Captain Crunch from if I took this hat off, it would look like uh Captain Crunch's helmet. See how it like oh, yep. on the outside it kind of You got that little Napoleon helmet hat y- yeah, going on. Yeah, it it billows out. Yeah, that could be that could be nuclear. <laughs> Uh, also in the WNBA, guys, I just want to shout out Kennedy Carter of the Atlanta Dream. Rookie, probably luck for Rookie of the Year at this point now that Sabrina Ionescu is out. Uh, Pay me my money, Peter. <laughs> uh, okay. How much do I owe you? You owe me $8. Uh, okay. You got <laughs> it. No problem. You can afford that. Yeah. yeah uh, youngest, player, youngest player to, in the WNBA to ever score more than 30 points. She scored 35 the other day. Uh, the Dream are fun as fuck to watch. I don't think anyone expected that. Yeah, Monique Billings came back hard this year too, but 
They still haven't quite got Courtney Williams in right. The weird thing is I feel like they kind of – they both need the ball in a in a point guard kind of mm-hmm. way. Yeah, Courtney Williams is still coming off the bench but looks good. Um, You know what's weird I'm thinking about right now about the WNBA? The fact that they're playing a ton of games and then the NBA is like – there's just such a more of an urgency to the NBA right now than the WNBA. I feel like I won't – well, it's kind of like because this is still just like the, season, the WNBA the season. season. Like, I know it's like the begin. It's like they're like one third of the way through their season, whereas the NBA is like we need to win every game possible for the Phoenix Suns or the Blazers. And it's like, does the should the WNBA have like kind of just made the whole thing like this giant weird tournament? Maybe, but like, I don't know, man. It's like that odd number of teams. It makes it kind of weird. Yeah. I, I know it does seem like once the NBA playoffs start, I'm going to forget that there's a WNBA season. Right, because like st- there's still going to be two-thirds of a season left, and it's going to be like, well, they still have so much time to like jump the, the standings, I guess. I don't know. But it's also lit because once the NBA playoffs are done, we're going to go straight into the WNBA playoffs. Yeah, It's going to be like we're going to get like one week to chill. Also, football's coming back, and baseball is happening. So, How is baseball still happening? Soccer is a thing. Uh, hockey is happening. What are you doing What's here? tennis doing? Tennis is around. Formula One, cracking. P- PGA Championship right now, golf. I'm about to pee my pants just thinking about this. The Masters are in November. Oh, my God. I just peed my pants. I thought about <laughs> it, and I peed. <laughs> Uh, speaking of things happening in your pants, guys, let's talk about J. Cole. Um, what? Okay. Okay. Go on. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to challenge you. Famously (laughs) rapped about having a boner in math class. Oh, that's true. That is true. He is representing for the, uh, the, the creep dork children. Uh, guys, former NBA player turned music producer, Larry Sanders, uh, claims the 35-year-old rapper J. Cole has a, quote, real chance at making an NBA roster. That motherfucker just trying to get an album placement. Yeah, that was 100% just like, yeah, we should kick it J. Cole for sure. The fuck? Also, J- Larry, they- Larry Sanders knows as much about making an NBA roster right now as he does producing an album, I feel like. Or at least the odds. How about this? Good. If J. Cole beats Kendall Marshall in a one-on-one game to 50 full court, then... And only then will I agree. J. Cole deserves a shot. Yeah. Uh, Sanders told TMZ, I've seen him hoop before in some games, and I knew he took the game seriously when he was younger. He always raps about it, so that's dope. I'm excited to see that. So apparently J. Cole is like murmuring about how he wants to get a tryout, and I think you're right. Larry Sanders is clearly trying to get album placement. Peter, I will have you know, Larry Sanders does have a track on the last Party Next Door album. So he has like gotten tracks oh. on the major label uh uh That's records. hard. Yeah. VCU in the building, Richmond's very own. Oh wow. Yeah. But yeah, the odds of us seeing J. Cole in the league are the well, odds of us seeing Larry Sanders back in the league, who also was trying to make a comeback, I think. <laughs> he said he talked to uh Ma- Master P said J. Cole talked to him. It was just like, you know, what do you he made a couple preseason rosters, and he was just like, well, nobody's going to believe in you. I am currently a member of that tribe. 
And you know, this is probably fucking true. You know, I mean, what the fuck, man? You need two checks. Also, I would it, it wouldn't be such a problem for me if he didn't miss that dunk at uh, the dunk That's contest the a couple years ago. That is the yeah. key. That is the only problem I have with J. Cole's resume. I've seen a ton of highlights of him at LA Fitness or Spark Orange or fucking Spin Cycle or whatever the fuck is these fools hoop at. Do you play basketball at Orange Theory? Is that possible? I, I don't know what Orange Theory is. I have a pickup game at Curves. That's hard. Yo, why you don't let me come to the Curves game? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> That'd be tight. Uh, guys, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, let's talk more about you uh, playing pickup with uh, thick <laughs> thick women. Go to, uh, go to LAFoodBang.com and you can see video of it. <laughs> I that's I mean all I got is you know had he put that dunk down the course of history would have been totally different. Agreed. He wouldn't have got yelled at. He wouldn't have got yelled at about uh, by no name if he put that dunk down. <laughs> uh, he is only six foot two. I have seen video of him playing. I he seems fine. Quavo seems like maybe he's better. If we're gonna go with rappers that are good at basketball, why not Quavo? Although Quavo is Too probably small. like five ten, five eight. Once you foul Quavo, so he might, he might have to bring a gun out. And I'm not saying that because he's a rapper. I'm saying that because you might have put that man in the hospital, literally True. get retribution because he's so small. If he takes a bow, if Draymond hits him with a bow, psh, a couple chains flying off, man. That'd be fun if they let if you if you're a rapper and you make it in the league, they let you wear the chains on the court. You should. They should. And yeah. then J. Cole can play. Yeah. Although J. Cole's not the, not a big chain guy, right? My biggest problem with J. Cole, I know I've said that four times, slow release. He hits the shot, but it's a little bit of a slow release. He probably just, he got work on that release time. Maybe you can make the league on some catch and shoot shit. I want to see Candace Parker make the league before J. Cole. I mean, Candace Parker five years ago, yeah. Yeah, Candace Parker 2014, maybe. So yeah. you're saying that 35-year-old J. Cole has more of a shot than Candace Parker? Nah. No. <laughs> I'm saying neither. You guys are saying that? No, what? You just said I, that. I forgot J. Cole was 35. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's 35. Uh, he's old. He's never played professional basketball in any, any capacity and Larry Sanders thinks he can make it. What I I, I need I need Larry Sanders doing something and calling it the Larry Sanders show, right? It feels like it's right there for him. He will. He'll get there. That's got to be his next tape. Blue Wire, hit us up. Larry Sanders show the podcast. <laughs> him and Essence Carson need to get in the lab and start cooking. Uh should we pitch a Larry Sanders show recap? podcast starring larry sanders honestly yes. if he's down is he down i i let him know let's reach out hit him up yeah larry sanders if you're listening at airwoods pod on all social media dm us we have a good idea for you at least we have a you know a one a good note, idea a one note podcast <laughs> joke for you <laughs> a really lame pitch for you it was like you know hey people might like larry sanders a lot though yeah, we don't know. I don't. I mean, it all depends on his personality. I've I've never like really talked to him, but you know, maybe he's fun. 
I know he likes marijuana. That's basically why he left the league, right? I don't blame him. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you got to get it. It is very good. Yeah. Even though I smoke some weed, goddamn, sativa should be illegal. I had some shit that just had me like stressed out. And I know it was the weed, and it wasn't because I've only been eating pulled pork sandwiches for the past two days. Because <laughs> both times I smoked the weed, I ended up with a little stress headache. Is it that that uh that Woodbridge weed? Weedbridge? God damn it, I wish, man. Woodbridge weed. I don't even want to think about that. What that should affect my credit score. <laughs> All right. On that note, guys, let's wrap this up. Anything you guys want to plug before we get out of here? Us? Uh, buy Thanks a t-shirt. Um, we're donating. It. We're donating proceeds to uh, the LA Food Bank. It's a good. Uh, it's a good cause. We're going to be feeding kids uh, for your t-shirt pur- purchases. So that's that's that. Go to it. Go to airbuds.bigcartel.com. Especially if there you're big, or if you're big or tiny. Yes. If you're big or tiny, we are we, we have tons of shirts for you. Right. We, we got three X's, we got two X's, and we got smalls and we got mediums. We're running low on the mid-range shit, but if you're a tiny, tiny person or a large person, we got you covered. And if you're just a middle person, like come snag up the rest of these larges and XLs, because they're they're flying off the shelf. They're still here, but they're flying. Yeah. All right. Uh, we love you guys. Bye. Peace. All right, Butterinos, today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Sports are back, baby, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball finally kicking off last week, and there's no better place to start wagering on baseball than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props. Bet on them all 24 7, 365. And with return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Pandemic. God, that really, really made a turn there uh, compared to my energy. Visit betonline.ag. For all your odds and up-to-date sports news, remember, use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, to receive your new welcome bonus. Again, that's free money. Jamel's into it. I'm into it. We're trying to teach Mike what betting is. Still a problem. That's promo code, all one word, BLUEWIRE. Bet online. You're online wagering experts.